Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov, where we inspire, educate, and empower women of color to unapologetically transform into their most authentic and healthy selves by tapping into the goddess within. Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov, where we inspire, educate, and empower women of color to unapologetically transform into their most authentic and healthy selves by tapping into the goddess within. I'm Wendy Cherry, and I am your host. And I am so excited about today's guest and today's topic. So I am sitting here with the visionary of the womb sauna, Tama Aziz Serwa. Now she discovered her passion to lead people to their highest potential, get this, at the age of six. It's like kindergarten. uh, Where she created her first organization. But for years she leased out her life, energy and focus on working on other people's dreams. And she found that it showed up in her own womb health. So we'll talk about that, what that means. After experiencing a personal health crisis, her priorities changed as they should. And she then harmonized her body, mind, spirit, and the rest is history. I can't wait for y'all to hear. She now chooses every day to demonstrate to the world what a whole, healthy, powerful woman looks like. And as a result, other amazing women are inspired to access their own power. And this, she says, is her life's work. It is. It is. And I'm a witness. So welcome, Tama Aziz Serwa. Thank you. What a beautiful introduction. I'm so happy to be here. And I can't wait to have this conversation with you and the people listening. I am so grateful to see you blossoming and just really being a beacon of light to have these powerful conversations. We need to do this. So thank you for saying yes. Yes. Well, thank you. So what she said, her life's work is to help inspire other women to their greatness. Yes. And so, you know, it, it happened that my mentor, Dr. Vicki Johnson, Ooh-ooh. yes, she introduced me to Tama. So, you know, I was having some health issues and well, actually I was having fibroid issues. We just mm-hmm. gonna name it what it, was. what it was. Having fibroid issues that I have had for 20 years. And so after they say had surgeries and after they were, I was finished with the third surgery and then they said the fourth step is to have a, a hysterectomy. Mm-hmm. Now something inside of me said, don't do it. I couldn't exactly know what it was, but I just knew that because I had followed just like a little sheep on all the other things that they said to do. I was just desperate enough to try to take away the pain that I was experiencing and the the experience of a 
uh, period with fibroids. And so I told my big sis, my mentor, Dr. Vicki Johnson, and she said, you need to meet Tama. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So, you, you know, know Vicky is the great connector. She's the great connector. <laughs> and so this was probably just number four or maybe we were on the fifth awesome thing that she kind of baby bird fed me to do on my next level of the journey. So I was just like, I was just like, um, I'm going to do it. So then I connected with with Tama. And so I went to the womb sauna. And I had no idea what it was, what to expect. But what I knew was after I finished my first session, I was like, I need to come back. And I felt like a whole different person. Literally. So explain to them what you do at the womb sauna. Well, well, let's take a step back. Explain how you got to the womb sauna. Yes. So years ago, I had the audacity to pray this prayer. I said, God, break every chain in my life. Why I thought I could handle that at the time, I don't know. (laughs) But if you've ever prayed that prayer, things begin to really shake right on move. Um, I separated from my now ex-husband during that time. I went in for a wisdom tooth extraction. They broke my jaw. I um, was diagnosed in my 20s with infertility. They said the only way I would ever conceive would be through in vitro fertilization. Like literally everything in my life began to change when I prayed that prayer. I was in corporate America making great money, but it was not what I was born to do. Right. And I said, okay, in the midst of trying to find out what to do next, in the midst of all that pain and shock, I came across a book called Sacred Woman by Queen Afua. So big ups to Queen Afua. She changed my life with that book. And there was one sentence there that talked about steaming the womb with herbs. Okay. I had no idea what she was talking about. (laughs) I just remember saying to my um, friends, because you read that book with a community of women. Correct. I said, when I get to Atlanta, y'all going to stain my womb with herbs. They said, girl, we like you, but we not doing all that. You know, it was right. our running joke. Right, right. But when I got to Atlanta, they surprised me and they took me to a Korean spa called Jeju's in Atlanta. And they had a service there called a hip bath. At that point, I had been diagnosed with PCOS, which is an ovarian disorder. Okay. And I had not had a cycle on my own for over a year. Oh, wow. And 20 minutes sitting on this tiny little pot, butt naked with this Korean woman who barely spoke any English. Uh I remember I'm crying like they said I can't have any babies. And she's like, shh. I got something for you. You know, Mm -hmm. I had no idea what I was doing. Sometimes you have to do what's unfamiliar to access new territory. Mm -hmm. And so I get butt naked on this pot. 20 minutes later, timer goes off. She's like, get up. And that evening, my cycle came. Oh, wow. And I said, okay, wait a minute. Right. What is this world I've stepped into? Right. What is this healing modality that I know nothing about? I came back to Maryland. This is how God set me up to pioneer. I'm online looking for people who do this service. Nobody. Nobody. This was before vaginal steaming became popular on reality TV and the internet. Right. And so God set me up to pioneer. I began to go into what I call my lab, my kitchen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I began to learn about herbs. I was that kid at two years old, dumping out my mom's lotions and putting my own potions in them. Okay. So this experience reawakened 
gifts that God had given me I had forgot I had. Okay. And I began to work on myself for two years, creating a stool, the capes, the herbal blends. And after I reached a point where my doctor said, maybe we misdiagnosed you, mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'm ready to take this to the people. Right. And that's how the womb sauna was born. It was born from my need to heal myself. Right. And once I obtained success, I said, it's time for me to take this to other people. And literally within that first year, we covered half the United States. Oh, wow. Yeah, with this work. So I'm so grateful that you said yes yeah. to trying to figure out more and dig more about what was really um, what it was about and to create your own and then to bring it to us, to the people, because my experience was with it was picture me being like you in Atlanta at the Korean spa. Like I didn't know, but my big sister Vicky said it's okay. So I went and so I'm sitting there and then she was like unrobe. And so I must have been disrobing like, (laughs) <laughs> a little away from you and you were like well Wendy are you ashamed of your body and I was like you know like maybe I am you know kind of kind of uncomfortable so then we get and so I sat on this pot so it looks like a a toilet mm-hmm. uh, like with a hole in it and then there is a pot of warm herbs being mm-hmm. steamed and you sit on it and you put the cape on and then you begin to sweat but before that Tama comes and you hold some crystals. So you talk to her first. So that's the part that I love. I don't, I only had my experiences with you. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how other steamers do it, but just you talking to me and getting an idea of what I was dealing with and even having me, you were the first person who had me stand on one foot and say, (laughs) okay, wait a minute. Your masculine energy is a little bit more dominant than your... I ain't never heard that before. Yes, that's a tr- that's a yoga pose called tree pose. So I do it in mm-hmm. yoga all the time, yep. but I didn't. They didn't explain the energetic the part of part. it. So I'm sitting in there, and so we just start talking. And she sat at my feet, and she was just talking to me, and she was asking me questions, and I was answering them, but some of them I was not answering. And I was kind of because I hadn't probably dug that deep into myself to know the answers to some of those questions. And so as time went on, you know, we were working on different things. But one thing, there were two different things that she helped to pull out of me. One was um, to buy a house. Mm -hmm. I said that I was wanting to buy a house. I had been rent. I had a house before. And then left it and then um, had been renting and wanted to get a house. So I was telling her in this one session about what a house that I wanted. And I was she was like, well, explain what it looks like. So I was explaining it. And I remember saying I wanted lots of sunlight and windows. And, you know, that was that. The next time um, I was there, I was talking about being in business with friends and creating businesses and she just kept saying you need to have your own you need to have your own and what does that look like and I'm like I have no idea because I didn't know what it looked like and you know I was in the middle of I was there to see her to deal with health issues but the health issues were also a part coming from different relationships I was in professionally and personally Mm -hmm. and some of that was causing this was the root of some of those issues the symptoms that I was feeling so I was transitioning from 
corporate America, like you said, to being an entrepreneur, but I didn't know what the entrepreneur piece was. So go forward a few um, of the different meetings that I went to, the steams that I had, but I remember this one time you were sitting at my feet and then I was like starting to talk about this house again. She was like, wait a minute, we already got that house. Why are we still talking about that? And I just remember being like, oh, do we? We already have the house. You know, like, you were like, that's old now. You know, and I had never, it was like a light bulb in my mind at that moment. Like, I already manifested that. It's not here yet, but it's coming. So move to the next thing. And now I have my house. Yes. I've been there for like a year and a half. It has beautiful windows and it's lots of sun. And my daughter and I call it the Zen Palace. I love that. And when people come over, they actually say that it feels peaceful. And so that's that. And now this, what I'm doing here, the Goddess Awakening and Healing Sanctuary, it's my own joint. And it is me being a certified holistic nutrition health coach, you know, finishing up my studies at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and using my power and the power that that was I was born with, but that my mentors you are considered one of my mentors so I feel like I have an executive committee and I have mm-hmm. women at the table I have Dr. Mines I have Tama I have Dr. Vicky I have so many different people my own mom who was the beginning of it all sitting at the table helping to guide me along this way and pull out the power that I was born with that I was taught that I didn't have that I was conditioned to not recognize. And, um, you know, here in the West, we're taught that. We're taught that we're not powerful, that we can't do certain things, and then we start to believe it. And I really did. I really had the blinders on. I really believed that I was supposed to just be on this wheel, just spinning my wheels, and not standing in the power, and afraid of the power a little bit Mm -hmm. afraid to stand into it so when I decided so if this is the thing you can have the committee you can do you can have all the information you can have all the resources but unless you choose to step into it unless you make the choice and then take the inspired action to make it happen it's not going to happen because they can't pull you out there. Tama can't pull me down and Dr. Vicky can't pull me down. So you really are there to heal yourself and then you can help heal the other people. And you could be in the process of healing, but that's that's what I'm doing now with this Goddess Awakening and Healing Sanctuary. And it's mine and it's coming to me and it's just unfolding so beautifully. Sometimes it's a little scary. Sometimes it's super exhilarating. The other night I was up at three o'clock in the morning and I just made up some stuff and went out there on the computer and put it together. So thank you. Yeah, what, I love seeing your evolution, Wendy. Thank and you. That's one of the characteristics of my brand and what we provide that is different. Because even when I was sitting in Jeju's, I remember the TV was on. There were several other women there, too, that I didn't know, you mm-hmm. know. And all this emotion was coming up. And I remember thinking, okay, what is this? And wishing somebody was there mm-hmm. to kind of help me Usher understand And even when I was designing our method of vaginal steaming, I kept, even in my own treatment, having a plateau. 
And I remember one day, Zario's father was in the living room. I was in my office servicing myself. And I kept feeling this heaviness in my chest. And out of the blue, he walked in, put his hands over my chest. I burst into tears. I said, whoa, there is power in the healing journey when you have a witness Mm -hmm. to just hold space for you and mirror to you how powerful you are. And so I'm glad I was able to share those defining moments with you. You are my sister from another mother. I got your back. Thank you. (laughs) And when you told me that, I felt even more empowered. Like I would walk out of there being like, yo, I am kind of the bomb because I'm, you know, I'm doing certain things and I, I always played small. So let's talk about the energy of the womb mm-hmm. and the it is the creative space. Now I learned all these things from you. Mm-hmm. And then after I, you know, so this is the thing when you start to be open to learning, you get all these resources. So you talked about Queen of Fuwa in the beginning last summer for four months, I did an online version of Queen of Fuwa's works, sacred woman, sacred home, sacred, my angry vagina, every, all, that. all mm-hmm. types of things. So it was all just little baby bird seeds and I decided to go and pick up the seeds and to figure it out mm-hmm. more. So I know that the the womb is the seat of creativity. Yes. So whether you're birthing a baby or birthing a business, mm-hmm. that's where all of our creativity is. And then when that is a stag when it's stagnant or when it's wounded or when it's hurt, then the energy then the energy gets stagnant and then you can't do those things and this is how some disease starts to come so can you talk more about what that really is so you know the womb records everything actually the entire body does your body is being obedient to your consciousness okay so when you talk about womb healing for a woman as you begin to address what's happening in your womb you are literally transforming your life. I do a whole six-week course where I break down the anatomy of the womb and how your emotions correlate with different aspects of it. The ovaries are where the ancestral information sits. The uterus is the organ of abundance. Think about that. A human being comes into the uterus from another dimension and you can grow brain matter and organs and a skeleton, but you can't pay your cable bill. Right. (laughs) It's an oxymoron. Like how do you have this blueprint for creative power that God has put inside of you and yet you don't know how to access it for your own benefit? One of the things that women I work with are guilty of is putting themselves last on their list, Mm -hmm. not knowing how to prioritize, not just what you need, but what you actually want. Right. When you start doing womb healing work, you start learning what it means to embody the divine feminine. Right. And desire is the seat of feminine power. It's not enough to be able to go out here and be everything and do everything for everybody else. But when you go to sleep at night, you still have unfulfilled dreams. Mm -hmm. You're still not happy in your love life. Mm -hmm. You still are not feeling the power of pleasure in your body and in your life. That is something that you can control. Correct. And you can shift. And so womb healing work makes you confront your perception of yourself and get very clear about how much you really love yourself. And the evidence of how much you love yourself is in your self-care. Correct. Yeah. So I took that six-week class Mm -hmm. maybe like two years ago. And I learned all types of stuff, including that twerking 
or moving, you know, Come on, movement. a twerk a day keeps the stress away. Yes, it does. <laughs> that that helps to remove the stagnancy or, or clear it out. And so in this class, you know, we would get online together on Sundays, but mm-hmm. otherwise we had homework during the week. And so we talked about, like she said, the ancestral piece. So for me as an adoptee, mm-hmm. you know, I was only experience. I was experiencing things energetically, ancestrally that I had no clue about right. because I wasn't necessarily connected in that way with my biological family at that time. And then I'm just dealing with stuff that I created on my own. The, mm-hmm. the trauma that I created to myself and attracted to myself and allowed to happen. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot, but I'd never heard that, you know, those are things that you can work through. All I know was they just said, take some Motrin, right? take some ibuprofen, right. but there are ways to help to then unpack all of what that looks like. Yeah, so, every element we have, and this is why I really appreciate the works of not only Queen of Four, but Susan Weed, S-U-S-U-N, Weed, as well as Louise Hay. Oh, yeah. You know, these women are master teachers of our age and keepers of the, the wisdom of womb health. And they all will tell you, you look at any part of the body, get the glossary healing yourself from A to Z by Louise Hay, mm-hmm. and she can help you understand the correlation to a certain emotion and mindset. Mm-hmm. That woke me up when my ovaries were full of cysts, not one or two, but full of cysts. It came at a time when I was separating from my now ex-husband. And I looked in Louise Hayes' glossary and it said, the cause of ovarian issues is nursing a hurt from a partner. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Taking a blow to your feminine ego. Ding, ding, ding. Your right. body is keeping score. So when you have that lower back pain, when you have the cracks and pops in your knees and you have the fibroids or the infertility or any of those things, yes, our medical system today says let's treat the symptoms. Right. Let's deal at the surface. But if you want true healing, you got to deal at the root. Right. And that's the gift I have when women come in for a womb sauna session, when they come into one of the programs that I offer, when they attend one of our events. I am anointed to really see through the veil Mm -hmm. that we wear as women and say, okay, if you don't heal this daddy stuff, them fibroids ain't moving. Right. If you don't go ahead and learn how to reopen your heart after that betrayal, there's Mm -hmm. no way that you're going to be able to birth something that's going to bring you a lot of joy. You know, and I help women unpack it and understand. I've had testimonials of women not changing their diet, not you know, taking specific herbal remedies, they just literally do some hard work mm-hmm. and their body is like, finally, I can rest. Right. I don't have to hold the trauma in. Then we fold in the other stuff. Okay. You know, a lot of women judge themselves for not being able to fulfill that 30 day juice program. Or, you know, right. and you're, right. you're hard on yourself, but you got to understand your capacity gets limit when you're in a chronic state of um, self betrayal and anger and all of that you know you're you're not going to be able to be it all right to yourself until you see yourself correctly right in a book called a course in miracles it says the greatest miracle you can ever experience in life is to see yourself correctly wow and i think that that's so powerful because there is scientific data that shows there's a direct correlation between how people see themselves and what happens in their body it's true. Yeah. Doctors, you know, you go in a hospital and you got a praying patient there on her deathbed and she could pray herself off that deathbed. There's mm-hmm. something to be said about these opportunities that we have. So 
with all of that being said, yes, when it comes to womb healing work, what you're really doing is transforming your life. Okay. There is no healing of your womb without a major shift in your life. Right. So can you talk to us about like what are the things after all these women that you have seen over the years what are like the top two issues that they're experiencing that you can identify off the top to help usher them through it Mm -hmm. um at a at a root level Mm -hmm. it is fear yes i'm not enough that's easy Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and the second thing at a root level would be who am i really Mm. Outside of my titles, right, my roles, responsibilities, I don't think I really know who I am and how to live from that place. Now, the way in which that's been showing up in the body is through abnormal growths in the womb okay, and through um, pain, inflammation, mm-hmm. tightness, stiffness, um, and it begins to spread as like high blood pressure, diabetes, infertility. It's like a domino effect. Right. Um, the endocrine system is really responsible for supporting the the nourishment of the reproductive system. It manages the hormones and all of that. Smallest okay. glands in the bodies, mm-hmm. but big job, right? Mm-hmm. And the major disruptor to the endocrine system is stress. Yes. Show me a black woman in America that ain't stressed. Right. <laughs> That's right. Show me any woman in America that is maintaining a healthy balance of stress. I mean, right. just being in this culture, it's almost like you're going to have excess stress. Right. And so the key to navigating through all of that and getting to a better uh, position of health and wellness for yourself is to invest in your personal development. Okay. To give yourself a good, solid spiritual foundation so that you will have enough faith and courage to make it through the moments where it looks like you're not making progress right. or things aren't moving. And to really get clear on who you are. And the shortcut to that is you get to choose. Nobody to else choose. has to define you. When we were kids, you'll see a child running around. I'm a firefighter. Can't tell them that they're not. Right. That's true. <laughs> so why did we lose that light, that that ability to know? I get to choose. You know, for me, when I decided corporate America is not what I was here for and the way that I was in it, I wrote a letter of resignation. I placed it on my altar. Okay. I didn't have any money saved up to start a business. The womb sauna was born out of my faith. Okay. I had none saved up. I didn't really have a plan. I had passion and faith. Right. At a time when nobody knew what I was talking about. Imagine me in the grocery store saying, "Um, can I steam your womb? Right. Women were like, what? Right. You know? Right. Um, And so I placed that on my altar. And I remember the day I had the courage to turn it in. Before I could turn it in, they released me. Oh. With tears in their eyes, literally. My (laughs) former supervisor was crying. He was like, I don't even know why we're firing you today. I was like, won't God do it? I put that letter right back in my pocket. And the next day I was on the road with this work. And so I um, want those listening to know perfection is not required. Yes. Progress, not perfection. Yeah. Perfection is not required. Whatever you do have within your hands to start working to create a better experience for yourself, work that. Until you have more. If all you got is one supplement, take that one supplement before you buy another. Right. You know, work what you have until you have more. So tell us about some of the impact that you have seen besides me telling my story. Mm -hmm. Like what are women saying 
How are they mm-hmm. how are they showing the work that you know, your support of them is showing up in their lives? Money, new booze. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Money new booze. Money, new booze, women birth businesses. Mm-hmm. I became a doula because so many of my clients who were dealing with infertility became pregnant, including oh, wow. myself. My daughter would be three this year. Yeah. I can't believe Zah's gonna be three. Oh yes. my goodness. Um and just a newfound level of freedom. You know, women who are connected to my movement, we run wild and free. We twerking all over the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, women get inspired to do this work. Yes. You know, so I, I birthed a training program. We're now in nine different countries. Oh, wow. I have over 600 students in my university at a time. Oh, and wow. we are just growing exponentially. This brand is moving. Um, and our message is to teach women how to heal everything. And that's what we're doing. We are healing everything. One key decision at a time. You can literally be one decision away from your breakthrough. One decision away from changing your life simply by doing something you maybe have never done before. Getting on the pot with Tamer, getting butt naked, popping the squat. Right. And having this experience. So, yeah, um, the other thing, Nate report is over 95% of my clients have a permanent physiological change after their third session with me. Okay. So women who've had chronic pain every time they come on their cycle, by that third session, they no longer have pain anymore. Women who have dealt with fibroids after working with me, they begin to see a change in either the fibroid or the impact the fibroid was having in their body. Gotcha. So some fibroids lay on certain organs, some fibroids, you know, yep. do different things. So it's amazing. And then I have a lot of clients in their first session, they get powerful, powerful, long-term changes, but everybody immediately knows that they're a little bit more whole. Right. A little bit more complete emotionally within themselves. Right. They're getting rid of the mommy wounds, the daddy wounds, the unhealthy codependency and attachments. And all of that stuff just begins to release in a session. So you kind of slipped it in there, but please tell us about how, just tell us about how the doctor said you couldn't have babies. Yeah. And then the day you realized that you were pregnant. Right. And then what (laughs) happened through the pregnancy, and now you see her laying at Salamander, chilling in luxury. Literally. Yes. God, it's amazing to just reflect so you know I went through seven reproductive endocrinologists okay I got to the seventh one he took about five minutes looking at my chart didn't even look me in the eye he said if you ever want to have children you're going to need in vitro fertilization why sir because uh, you're hairy Mm. and I remember saying what you know how many hairy women I know that's knocked up right you gotta (laughs) you gotta be kidding me right and in that moment, I just knew I did not agree. Okay. Um, and I, and I want to say that to anybody who's been diagnosed with something scary or you're going through something in your life, just because it knocks at your door doesn't mean you have to agree with it. Right. Okay. So I had made up in my mind in his office that I was not infertile. Right. That I was a mother. Mm-hmm. I am mother. And we want me and God going to rock this out. Don't mess with me and God. Right. And so I went ahead and um, started researching, and that's how I came into sacred and all of that. But I also started doing things and nurturing my faith. Like every Mother's Day, I would buy myself a Mother's Day card. Oh, wow. (laughs) 
I set up sacred space in my home for my children. I had an altar. And people began to buy gifts for my children before they were even here. I was spoiled before she got here. She I had bet. clothes. All, because they were aligning with my faith. I would wake up every day and do affirmations and spiritual baths. And I just was cultivating my faith muscle. And I remember one morning, on Sunday mornings, we do a womb healing call. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting off the call. Usually I feel renewed and rejuvenated. But that Sunday morning, I felt crazy. I felt like I was having every emotion at the same time. Okay. Anger, sadness, happiness. I was like, what is going on? So I went to my altar. I grabbed my pendulum. And I said, God, is somebody sending me the evil eye? (laughs) <laughs> What's going on? Like, why is my energy so all over the place? Right. And the pendulum was like, no. And I asked some other questions. And then finally, I felt like God tapped me on my shoulder and was like, ask if you're pregnant. Oh. And I was like, so surrendered to the journey. Okay, if I am, I am. If I'm not, whatever. Right. I asked, am I pregnant? And the pendulum swung wide, almost like it was saying hell. What was the pendulum? So a pendulum is an instrument you can use um to get yes or no answers. Okay. Um, and so in ancient traditions, they would create these pendulums for divination. Okay. But they also use pendulums in the ancient world to find where water was in the ground and okay. where certain energy patterns mm-hmm. in the earth were. And so pendulums are used for that to this day as okay. well. All right. Mine is a little rose quartz pendulum. It ain't that fancy uh, mechanical stuff, but right. I use it in my spiritual practice. And so I said, yes. Yeah. So I said, wait a minute. So I go get the pregnancy test. I take it, I go back to my office to work. I forgot all about it. Like 30 minutes passed. I'm like, oh, I guess I should go check the result. Right. And then when I saw two lines, I started hollering. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, the baby is here. This yes. is happening. Yes. Um, eight years of holding my faith to become a mother. Eight-year journey okay. for me. So that was an exciting moment. When I birthed her, that was powerful. I did most of my birthing at home and then went to a beautiful hospital facility that accommodated me very well. They treated me very well. Okay. Um, motherhood has a way of making you surrender to things you didn't know you would need to. Right. You know, and so even growing her up now and watching her, she's at a toddler stage, so watching her free will come in uh-huh. is amazing because she's Tamer 2.0, I promise you. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so very powerful, very strong will, but already showing me her gifts. Okay. You know, already laying hands on folks. Well, I was laughing because so Tama, and we're going to talk about this, was just at, had an event, her own event, mm-hmm. but she was speaking at an event and she brings her baby with her, mm-hmm. which is awesome. The baby and the name. So come the baby was laying at her walked up to her and laid on her feet and was chilling at the beginning and then wasn't and then Tama said and I put her out yes. now, I was cracking up because I just <laughs> thought that was like that's real mommy that's stuff real mommy like stuff. you can be a healer you can be at the top of the world but your baby will still do whatever your baby wants to, wants do, to do when she wants to do it yes. and you said she got to go right she got now. To go. It <laughs> was this beautiful moment because I'm speaking in front of these women. I'm empowering them. And my child comes and is just laying at my feet, looking up at me, eyes big and on. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy she's in this moment. Right. Then she started trying to get under my skirt. I was like, okay. <laughs> then all of a sudden she starts talking. Be quiet, mommy. I'm like, get out. This is not your moment. You know, right. so but I love that I'm able to live my dream. I really am. I remember journaling that one day I'll travel the world and my baby will be at my feet. Right. And to see this manifest, it's amazing. That's beautiful. It's amazing. So 
you have expanded from your little space in your old home and now you have your own office space yes. and then you also share space and hold space for other women at Elevation Weekend and yes. that just happened oh so tell God, us about Elevation Weekend oh please check it out myelevationweekend.com um, this was our second year doing it I took a year off once I had Zai and it's amazing it's a four day healing experience where women come together to prioritize their personal and professional development to okay. kind of just unplug decompress the retreat center where we host it is beautiful 300 plus acres of just beautiful land it's very accommodating it's sacred land mm-hmm. the people who own the property actually every day bless and pray over the land oh wow um and some of our workshops included elevate my lifestyle elevate my body elevate my relationships like we touch on how do you get to the next level in your life and we give you tools and this year was the first year that we invited brothers into oh. our healing space okay. and honey Mm. <laughs> talking about a powerful experience so shout out to manifest Ra, who is the visionary of the sage men okay which is a personal development and healing space for men okay and these brothers came out in their t-shirts and they invited us into this beautiful circle and they looked every woman in her eye and said i don't know what man came before me that hurt you but i am here to support you releasing that pain oh wow them women started falling out, Wendy. They I was bet. like, oh, glory be. I mean, we, were, <laughs> we created a hashtag. Them women were sheeted because we had white <laughs> yeah. cloths just flying, right? right. <laughs> it was so powerful, the healing. And then after they cleared out that energy through the uh, technique of Qigong that Manifest Raw yes. teaches the brothers, yes. um, then they brought us flowers. Oh, wow. And strawberries and fed us and nurtured us. And then we had the opportunity to bless them back. Wow. I mean, it was such a powerful moment. And so we are already having people sign up for 2019 Elevation Weekend. Um, We also built an interfaith service. And so that was powerful. A lot of people were able to heal church hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so Elevation Weekend is packed with so many defining moments. And you get to relax and Musa at the same time. So, again, that's myelevationweekend.com. You're welcome to join us. We sold out for 2018 and 2017. Wow. The last day we were at capacity. So it happens in the summertime. So next year. Yes, it happens in August. August August 2019. August 2019. And people are already signing up. I got an inkling. We're going to triple our capacity. We doubled it this year. So we'll probably triple next year. And hopefully we don't have to have a wait list. But if we do, we do. Hey, you do. So you do. If, if you feel like it resonates with you, definitely join us. Okay, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Now, I did follow along. I was out of town, but I followed along yeah. on social, and then some of my friends went. Oh, awesome. So I was able to get the report and how awesome it was. So I'm I'm going to be there. Yeah. I'm going to be there. Yeah, it's amazing. So now your business, so that, that means you're expanding and you're growing Absolutely. in your business. I am. And so... Tell me about how you, did you go to business school? Like, how did you know how to do that? Do business? Yeah, to like create an empire. My truth is that the only way to really learn how to do business is to do business. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I am um, formally trained. I have uh, two bachelors, one in English, one in counseling psychology, and I have a master's in business administration. Okay. 
Um, and so I do have that background and I've, I have an honorary doctorate of divinity. So I am educated. Yeah. But again, I created my first organization at six. Right. It was called CWA, Children with Attitudes. Oh, Lord. I had a little logo that I designed. We would meet on the porch. I would sit on the bar stool and we would talk about how to say no to drugs. Yes. How to listen to our parents. <laughs> um, it went from my block to my school, and, and my classmates wanted to be a part of CWA, and so we organized matching colors that we would wear to school. And then my mom got called in for a parent-teacher conference, mm-hmm. and I remember uh, this teacher said, your daughter has started a gang. They're oh, wearing <laughs> matching colors and stuff, and I looked at her and I said, excuse me? Children can have a positive attitude or a negative attitude. We have positive attitudes, right? So I have been called to organize people, bring them together, and create spaces for that to be profitable so that my people can gain more economic power. So, you know, my corporate background trained me to kind of have some tools to know how to save money Mm -hmm. in creating a business. And because so many of my clients are their creativity gets awakened they right. want to go out and monetize their passions they you know get up get that from me on the pot and i birthed a class it's called spiritual business strategist master class um it's the 888 code infinite okay. perpetual overflow as dr vicky would say just okay teaching people how to set up a foundation in your business idea that allows it to blossom and flourish um, and just using what you have. I built my international company with less than 600 square feet. Right. In my home. Right. We didn't get into corporate space until January this year. Right. We were already in nine countries. Right. So sometimes people think, well, I have to have this and I have to have that in order to get out here and do it. No, you just have to have a correct perception of yourself. That's true. A higher truth and work your truth. And monetize it. <laughs> right. So that's what we'll be doing in the three-day masterclass. It's going to be at our headquarters in Riverdale, Maryland. And I'm bringing people together in my boardroom. Okay. And we're going to have a high-level conversation about your vision. Okay. There's not going to be a bunch of templates and scripts. I'm not into that. Okay. It was my nine-figure business coach who taught me that the only thing that was keeping me from getting to the next level in business was my fears and insecurities. Yep. And as soon as I addressed that, I began to hit my revenue goals overnight. Okay. Overnight. And now I manage a company with 23 different people. Okay. Have an executive team. You know, when we first connected, Wendy, I wasn't even doing all of that. So it's amazing to see the growth. It's interesting because you said, I'm about to be VIP. Like, I'm going to do VIP services. And I remember saying, well, Tama, I still want to work with you. You know, and you were like, (laughs) I I will. You you like, I got you. I got you. But for me to be able to see it play out and I love watching you on social media and seeing the posts because I get excited because I'm doing the business so you said you got to have your own I got my own but now what does that mean and it is unfolding in a beautiful way that I would have never expected I would have never expected to be a certified nutrition health coach and I would have never expected to have it unfurl the way it is unfurling only because in the beginning I was going to do just a one day summit and Mm -hmm. you were going to be a part of that too. Mm -hmm. So I was looking at 
I was now being exposed to black women, people of African descent who lived in my area, the Washington, D.C. area, who were doing the same things that I saw other people doing online and making lots of money. Yes. And not addressing our issues coming from you know, Africa, mm-hmm. our, our, our answers is coming from Africa and all those struggles. It ain't always just love and light all the time. No, it's not. So I'm sitting there in 2016, in April, 2016, in my mirror, in the bathroom, listening to one of these, you know, one of these sessions. And I'm like, where are, how come my people aren't out there? Mm. I'm like, I know Tama. I know Dr. Mines. I know, a, you know, Chef Lauren, who does vegan, who's a vegan mm-hmm. chef. I know Dr. Vicky. Like, I can put my own people yes. on and let my sisters come and listen to this, right? This right. life-changing information. So I started it. And seriously, I came up with a vision of a logo. Mm-hmm. And I kept going to this lady on like Fiverr who just could not get the essence right. She just could not, cause she was from another country somewhere. And I was like, all right, I got to stop with these $5, mm-hmm. you know, $5 investments. Mm-hmm. And I need to really invest in what I want to do. Right. So it was so beautiful because you all said yes. The first day I called, mm-hmm. it was so amazing. And then it kind of just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But I also know that it was timing. I had the vision, but the timing wasn't correct. Right. And so different things had to happen. Um, Different people fell away. Places fell away and things fell away. And then I became even stronger and more um, aware that I had power Mm -hmm. and choosing to step into the power than all these things started manifesting to yes. me. So now like on the, this is how I started the goddess. So it was the goddess awakening and healing summit, a one day online thing. All of them were going to come on, talk about stuff for a few hours. And that was going to be it. 2016, this is going to be September, 2016. So in December, 2017, the winter solstice, the winter, mm-hmm. the change coming, coming into the true winter I was on a Facebook page. It was like a Facebook group of all the like 30,000 women all over the mm-hmm. world talking about what they wanted to see happen for 2018 and what they wanted to manifest for 2018. Now we're in this group and the rule is you cannot try to sell anything. Right. You can't put your business out there. You can answer the questions that the moderator puts out there, mm-hmm. but you, you know, don't try to put your business out there. Right. And I didn't have a business. So, you know, at this point, I was, you know, out of corporate America. Mm-hmm. I was out of corporate America at this point, nine months. Mm-hmm. And I did set myself up to get out of corporate America. I had some savings. Mm-hmm. I set myself up for a year to be out of work because I didn't know what was going to happen. happen. Right. right. So now this lady says, she just says, well, I'm so excited for 2018. In 2017, I just graduated mm-hmm. from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition as a holistic health coach. And I was like, what? What's that? Never heard of that before. But what I did know is that, um, what I did know is that I loved studying health Mm -hmm. and I had been studying health because I was having health issues Mm -hmm. and I had been studying health for like the last five or six years and figuring out ways. And so when I was figuring out food, I was figuring out exercise, all these, all this information was coming to me and I, and I always wanted to share it. And all my friends were like, 
asking me stuff, you right. know, and I and I was it was I was so passionate about sharing it. So then I was like, I would love to be certified. And I looked at the curriculum exactly what some of the stuff I already knew already because mm-hmm. I studied it. Yep. Studied some very esoteric information, some very like underground people think you're a quack information right but other people have the information and black and brown people do not have this information right and i was like we got to know this information this is basic stuff this is dealing with water this is dealing with food this is dealing with wi-fi this is dealing with you know things that are creating toxins in our body that our moms don't know about right and they can't help and save their babies Mm And so I was just like, I want to be the one to share this information because I felt like, you know, I have some really close girlfriends and they're all in the traditional movement. Mm. So they are like civil rights leaders Mm -hmm. and they work for some of the greatest um, civil rights organizations. And I always watch them with awe putting in their part of the revolution. Now I'll go out there and hold a sign. I'll mm-hmm. call the people and write my letter, but I'm like, this is my part of the revolution. Right. My part is sharing with black and brown women how to heal your body yes. and to do it yes. in ways that you would have never heard of because when European mamas go go uh um boycott on Capitol Hill, Mm-hmm. stuff gets done yeah but we don't know yeah because the system isn't made for us it's not made for not, us yeah so i created this and so then i signed up called the people they said oh it's a discount today mm-hmm. i was like a discount just today pay my money in cash i was like mm-hmm. this is my investment and then i did it on december 27th got to write it off on my taxes yes and here i go starting class january 2018 and it has been amazing yes and i'm learning all this information and and it's mine mm-hmm. just like you said and it's unfolding but i also am smart enough to know that i don't know everything now i'm going off of some intuition some power and some yeah. passion mm-hmm. and some of the things that you said mm-hmm. But now I need to put some infrastructure in place because I ain't trying to be no dummy. That's exactly why I birthed it because people think that passion is enough. Oh, I don't got a website. I must be open for business. No, boo. Oh, I got an EIN. I'm I'm, I'm a business owner. No, boo. It's deeper. You got to have infrastructure. How does your business operate? How do you create sustainability? How do you allocate the resources you do have in a way that makes them fruitful and multiply? Right. Right. That's that's the conversation we're going to have in the masterclass. It's going to be life changing. Right. It's for people who are at the beginning and people who have been in business for a while and plateaued. Um, And so, you know, I, I just love having these conversations. So we have about 10 more minutes left. Please share, you know, anything else that you think would empower the listeners um, about maybe like two tips, three tips on how they today, as soon as they hear this, can start to treat their womb better and therefore treating themselves better. That Mm self-care we talked about. Healing starts with a decision. So number one, choose to see yourself as healed. Because that will change your behavior. Okay. If you start saying, I am a healed, whole, healthy person, suddenly now, when you want to go do something that you know is going to throw your body out of whack, Mm -hmm. when you want to go do something or answer that call that you know is going to drain your energy, you know that that's not in alignment with your truth. Mm -hmm. 
And so now you have to confront yourself and say, am I going to stand in my truth or am I going to neglect myself? Mm-hmm. Healing starts with a decision. So number one, make up your mind that you're going to be healed and your body will follow. Mm-hmm. Number two, if you really want to love yourself impeccably well, okay, then you need to create a plan. You need to have a strategy for self-care. How much time do you get out of every day? Okay. What does your body need? Study your body. Become curious. Don't rely on just your doctors or wellness practitioners. Like your body is your best diagnostic tool. You know when you haven't drank enough water, your lips get crusty. You know what I mean? Like you (laughs) know how this works. (laughs) Right. Right. And so begin to get curious and create a plan. Grab pen and paper. This is what my self-care plan looks like. This is how much time I want to give myself, mind, body, and spirit. This is who I envision being able to support me in taking better care of myself. This is who I want to know about my plan so they can hold me accountable to it. Ah, accountability. Mm-hmm. Accountability. Right. That's why people love the womb sauna. Yes. And my third tip is surrender. Make sure that as you are working on improving your life, that you're intentional about moving through that as a woman who has a God. Whatever yes. your interpretation of God is. Right. Um, where does your faith come into this process? What is your spiritual practice? How does that show up in your healing journey? Right. There's been plenty of times I laid hands on my womb and said, I am healed. I am fertile. Right. And I began to feel something in my body through my spiritual practice. So those would be my three things. Be clear. Make a decision that you can and will. Okay. Be healed. Mm-hmm. Are healed. Mm-hmm. Secondly, create your strategy. Okay. Put it on paper. Think about who you can share that with that can hold you accountable. Come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, invite spirit into the process and start practicing the art of surrender. Once you've done all you know to do, wow. hand the rest over to God. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So now... I want to ask two things. What does your self-care look like on a daily basis? More sleep these days, honey. This mompreneurship life is real. (laughs) (laughs) If I can get enough sleep, that's amazing. I also have been intentional about the power of pleasure. So um, letting the divine masculine into my life come in and serve me. Even when I was um, in Salamander Resort this past weekend, I was in my friend's car and we were pulling up to the front of the resort. And she was getting ready to get out. She said, Tamer, why are you not moving? I said, honey, you don't see this man walking over to get my door. I'm not going anywhere. Right. The brothers are coming. Right. I have invited powerful men into my life to help me see myself correctly because it has been weak men the majority of my life who have made me think that I am not who I am. Wow. And so I've been intentional about letting the divine masculine into my healing work. And then the other thing that I do is I play. You know, I work hard. I travel a lot. I'm Mm -hmm. always pouring into other people. So I'll go to the pool. I will um, lay on the beach. Okay. You know, I just change my environment to one that is just rejuvenating, refreshing. And I just give myself that downtime. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So I think the pleasure piece A lot of times when you're dealing with male energy, a lot of us have been wounded by male energy. So it's how do you how can you share with us how to accept male energy into your space that's not sexual? Because sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't even want to have it be that sexual thing. We just want 
it's nice to open the door. Thanks. Because we're taught to just be, I got the door myself. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a woman. I'm powerful. I got this. It, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want it to be like that. Nah, honey, no. I'm going to let them serve me. What else you want to do for me? So, you know, um, you get ready. You're more prepared to receive that when you have done some work okay. around who am I and poured into yourself. Then you'll begin to find yourself surrounded by people who have a similar capacity that you have for yourself. Okay. So a lot of women are sometimes looking for men or people outside of themselves to give them what they're not giving themselves. Mm -hmm. No, my standard now is you have to match or exceed my capacity to have access to me. Wow. And so the brothers that are now showing up in my life are at or above my capacity. Because otherwise you'll only be able to take you won't be able to give me anything because we're right. not at the same, we're not at equal mass. Right. So that's that's where I would start first. Become impeccable with your self-care. Come up with your strategy. Work it for some time. And then if you are someone listening who's had some wounds from men, just in your prayer closet, begin to say, God, I call upon the divine masculine to come in my life and nurture me and support me in my intention to heal these wounds from other men. And honey, you'll be in a grocery store and men will be bowing to you. That is literally my life. <laughs> That's literally my life. I can't go nowhere without a brother saying, how can I serve you? That's beautiful. And, and it wasn't until I, I really became impeccable with my self-care and prayed that prayer. So it's interesting. I did the Queen of Fua. Um, I did Sacred Femininity. So mm-hmm. I did it with Lisa Marie Goodson. Okay. And she breaks it down. She did Sacred Woman in different iterations for 19 years for mm-hmm. herself. And so she teaches it in her own way, using that as a guide. So we did Sacred um, Space, Sacred Femininity, uh, Sacred Woman, just all these different things. And the Sacred Woman the sacred femininity one talked about waist beads mm-hmm. and being um, being gentle and being sweet and you know allowing males male energy into your space. So I'm on this class. It was a, it was always every time it was four weeks class. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday we get online for three hours and then during the week at seven p.m. then we'll just have a conversation on Facebook Live and just talk to each other always mm-hmm. like 20 30 women in the group we mm-hmm. sisters right so this one night i went on class then i went out to go just went out to go mm-hmm. party with my friends mm-hmm. and i swear it, well she also told us <clears throat> don't wear drawers yes who's wearing she said she said women are wearing <laughs> panties in 2018 who's doing that <laughs> So she said, all summer, wear dresses all summer yes. with no draws. Hallelujah. So that for me was like, what in the world? That's a good life. So that's that, a good life. I went to Marshall's, TJ Maxx and all them, got me some beautiful little dresses, little flowy things. And I was out there like, energy. what? Oh, bless the earth. And so I get to the party, yo. <laughs> and the brothers are like, I'm talking, I had never felt that much attention well, you remember when when I released the Power Pleasure Kits in our Facebook group, and at the beginning of the year, I made an herbal blend. Yeah. Every single woman who started drinking that tea, their testimonies about how men began to serve, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. So, but it's not, we're not used, I'm not used to it. And no. I know. We didn't see our know, mothers even receive that. Right. So for, for a, a lot of us, way. it's just foreign. Right. Or it's in the context of you want something from me. But I just right. want to say to the listeners that there are men out here who are happy to serve you, who don't want anything from you. Right. Because they're not beneath your level. So stop right. settling. Right. Okay. 
Well, I like that. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm so I'm a witness to that energy and to being able to accept it and to be and being able to feel comfortable and safe in that energy was that was my lesson for that night mm-hmm. and so I, you know I really I appreciate hope you was twerking that. in them maxi dresses well, with I no was, pants I was doing a little something my little daughter's <laughs> over there so she don't need to know it all yes but so we got two minutes okay so this has been awesome I, I mean I, I know we can talk all day yes we can but what I want I want people to experience you. So tell them how they can find you. So the best way to connect with my company is through thewombsana.com. Mm-hmm. And you can also just type in the womb sauna in Google search. You will find all of our social media pages. We dominate the first 5, 10, 15 pages. Okay. We're on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. We're everywhere. Right. YouTube. Follow us on YouTube. I have over 250 videos, meditations, empowerment messages there. Um, and we have a really strong presence on Facebook. Once you follow our fan page, The Womb Sauna, and like it, you'll be able to stay current on all the events, right. programs, and inspiration that I provide online. You can also book appointments with me through thewombsauna.com. And you can register for any of our upcoming classes or retreats through our website as well. That sounds awesome. And yeah. I always direct people like if like if I'm talking to people about the womb space and womb healing, I always direct them. I go through and I pick out just like the video that I feel led to to, to give them the tamer first <laughs> before they so they can experience you first. Oh, I love it's an that. experience. Thank you. It's an experience. It is. It is. So we might have to have you back soon to talk about anytime. Wendy, just you talk know about I love business. You. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for coming to the sanctuary. I'm Wendy Cherry. Looking forward to talking to you next time. Thank you for listening to The Sanctuary. Please follow us at Awaken and Heal on Instagram and on the web at goddess-awaken.com to follow the revolution.